Hello, this is episode 39, My Vaccine Journey. Welcome to Wide Open Spaces with Elise, a podcast. Today is March 23rd, 2021. I normally don't mention the date of my podcast that I record, but you'll see why in a very short moment. This podcast evolved out of COVID-19, a worldwide pandemic. We've all been separated and isolated and had to change the way we've lived our lives over the past year. The way we've looked at the world has changed. And so we've all hopefully found some different sides of ourselves that we've explored. And for myself personally, it's this podcast. It's part of my grand exploration of how this pandemic has changed the world through our mental health issues, through our daily lives, and anything else that we or anything else that we may encounter on a daily basis. So for me, this podcast was a way to use my therapeutic skills that I've used in psychiatric hospitals for years, working with all different types of mental health issues, from adolescence to geriatrics, and then my need that I always had of journalistic techniques that I studied for a short time in college. I'm a graduate from the University of Florida, and I kind of put my skills on the back burner for a lot of years being a stay-at-home mom. And somehow this pandemic, if anything for me personally good has come out of it, it's this podcast and what I've learned about myself and what I've been able to share with others and the feedback that I've received from all of you out there who are some of my dedicated listeners or even new listeners who have gone to my Facebook Um, page at Wide Open Spaces with Elise or at my website at WideOpenSpacesWithElise.com. Elise is spelled I-L-I-S-E. It's a little different, so I like to spell it for you each time I publish one of my podcasts. So I titled this episode 39, My Vaccine Journey. What does that mean? Well, I'm going to tell you And I'm going to take a different format today. And I hope it doesn't make you uncomfortable. I felt that this was my best way to give you my mindset through my vaccine journey. And so I am going to read you my journaling of what I went through to come to the decision to get the vaccine, what I felt up until that point, what I have gone through up until that point, and what I have felt since I have gotten my vaccine, and why I believe it's important to be vaccinated. It's okay if you have a difference in opinion, if you decide that you don't wanna get the vaccine, it definitely is something very personal, and something that you should all look into and research before you make your final decision whether to get vaccinated or not to get vaccinated. So if you bear with me as I open up a little bit of my soul with my listeners today, I'm going to read to you my journaling of my experience of getting vaccinated. And so here is my story. 
We have been living with COVID for over a year now, a year since quarantine. I'm in bed the night before I am getting my vaccine. The vaccine that when I first heard about, I wanted no part of. I didn't want to be a test doll. Time has passed and 100 million people have been vaccinated in the US. I've been so scared of COVID. I've followed all the recommendations for over a year now. I wear gloves. I clean everything. I can't tell you how many bottles of antibacterial hand sanitizer I have gone through. I even bought those shields for when you go out in crowds, crowded situations. I mean, yes, I wear the mask and then I wear the shield over it. I mean, I wipe my groceries and take out with antibacterial wipes. I have not eaten in a restaurant for a year. And to be honest, back in January and February of 2020, which I believe was when we really started to first hear about it, we heard a little bit about it in October and November of 2019, but in January, late January and February, we started to hear about cases in the US. And I believe that I had COVID. I have no proof. By the time they came out with the antibodies, I was six months out from when I was sick, the antibody test, excuse me. And I really didn't feel comfortable going into a lab to get the test to see if I had any of the antibodies. So I can only go on based on what they say are the symptoms, what people have experienced. And I did have the flu shots back in October. So I knew it couldn't be the flu. Because even if you get the flu vaccine and you do get sick, it's a mild sickness. What I had was nowhere near mild. There were a few times, at least three, where I almost said I feel like I need to go to the hospital. I really didn't understand what was going on with me and what I was feeling. So because um, I had been sick and then all of a sudden we started hearing about these cases, I started early with the gloves. I actually ordered masks and gloves before anyone really started talking about it. Because I had worked in a hospital and knew how quickly germs could be spread, I just had this instinct that I wanted to go out and I ordered on Amazon gloves and masks. And as I would go to drive-throughs, I remember my daughter saying to me, what are you doing? I would start with the antibacterial cleaner. I just had a feeling this was gonna be big. Now I could have gotten the vaccine earlier because I do have high blood pressure. But I'm on these Facebook groups, and there's this couple who created this group in South Florida, which has been all over the news throughout the country, and they've been able to help through this Facebook group. People get vaccines. But I saw how the elderly and very sick were having such a difficult time getting the vaccine because there wasn't enough availability of it at the time that I really just couldn't find it within myself to take that vaccine from the vulnerable especially when I knew that I was being so cautious and really limiting my outings to things that I needed to do, grow, if I needed to go to the grocery store or the pharmacy for some reason or to pick something up somewhere. I really was limiting myself and I just didn't feel comfortable taking the vaccine away from the elderly. 
I am a big believer in karma and I just had that what goes around comes around feeling. But then people I knew were getting it and younger than me. So I got my DOH medical form filled out. I went online to a teledoc and went through all my medications with her and my high blood pressure and she gave me the form. I got my spot. I was pretty firm that I wanted the J&J vaccine. It is the one that I am personally more comfortable with, but my mom got Pfizer and J&J is limited. But I really just, in my gut, knew I wanted the J&J. It's a live virus. I've had a vaccine like that before with the flu and I working in the hospital environment, you need to get the hepatitis B vaccine, which is a live virus. So it was something that I was familiar with, that I had put a live vaccine into my body before. So it was just my comfort zone. But like I said, mom got Pfizer. The deal in Florida is you must be online at 7 a.m. on the public's vaccine website on Wednesday mornings, only Wednesday mornings, to make appointments for Saturday and Sunday. So I got on at 6.30 a.m. and waited and waited and waited. Finally, 7 a.m., it refreshes, puts you in a line waiting. When it says book, you fill out the info, pick your site for the vaccine, and time and book. Done. March 20th. 2021 at 5 p.m. I will be vaccinated. I'm scared. I am relieved. I have had nightmares over the past year about COVID and the vaccine. I had a dream the other night that I was laying in bed after waking up in the morning and I touched my arm and I felt the band-aid on my arm. I had a sense of relief come over me and I was smiling. I then woke up in real time and remembered the dream. It was my subconscious telling me that it's time and I am ready to get the vaccine. So here I am the night before and very anxious, but nothing meditation can't help. I know this is the right thing to do but I still have concern. The concern does not outweigh the fear of COVID. If this will prevent me from dying and will help me protect others, then I will do my part and get the vaccine. Until tomorrow, vaccine day. I woke up sleeping on vaccination day. Yes, to me, it's that monumental so I am calling it Vaccination Day 2021. I still feel uneasy. I keep thinking back on how obsessed my dad was to get the vaccine. His days were literally focused on searching for an appointment. At 78 years old, his fear of getting COVID was palpable, as if he knew that if he got COVID, it would take his life. I really didn't understand his obsession to me, I felt stay at home and be safe until you get the vaccine. His fear was so real, I decided to help him, and I got both my parents a vaccine appointment. 
let's be real. Back in December and January, it was a roll of the dice to get an appointment. I mean, pure luck that you would call a number. It would say there are no appointments at this time. Or please hold for a representative. I should go play craps because I made one and only, one and only call for them. And I got, please wait for a representative. I did it. I got them an appointment. The relief in my dad's voice was sweet and it made me happy. I still didn't under his, understand his obsession at that time. Unfortunately, my, ne- my dad never got his second vaccine. He passed from other causes on the day he was supposed to get his second vaccine. I was actually sitting in the car with my husband and my mom at the Hard Rock Stadium waiting to get my mom her second shot. My dad was on a ventilator at the time and I was going to do anything and everything to get my mom her second vaccine. I have to say ironically or fate or the strength of the soul, my dad passed away as we were sitting in this maze of cars waiting to get my mom's vaccination. I look for symbolism in everything. My mom and dad's appointment was at 10 a.m. on February 6, 2021. At 10.40 a.m. on February 6, 2021, we got a call that my dad passed away at 10.23 a.m. He passed as we were sitting in this unreal line of people waiting to get a needle in the arm. I believe my dad's unspoken wish was for my mom to get that needle in her arm. My husband and I made sure that wish was completed. I am not going to lie. I felt trapped in the maze of cars waiting for our turn under the tent. I wanted to scream, my dad just died, let me out. But I was trapped. The three of us were trapped. I can't even imagine what my mom was thinking. She just found out her husband passed away 56 years of marriage. What was she feeling? Did she feel trapped like me? Did she want to scream, my husband just died? I will never know because I won't ask. What she showed on the surface was perseverance that she was going to get her shot for both of them. I could hear her quietly crying and talking to herself. I can't believe this. I am doing this for you, Rob. The strength she had to sit there and persevere through her shock and get the vaccine. When we finally got to the tent, the golden white tent, that tent meant to me it was one step closer to getting the hell out of there. This moment was monumental. I truly believe that my dad held on with that respirator shoved down his throat, breathing for him just so he could know that my mom was in that vaccine line. Somehow he knew she was there and he could let go. I mean, you can't make this shit up. We finally get to her turn. We roll down the window. I am ready to take a pic of the moment and I get reprimanded by the vaccinator. No pictures. Honestly, I wanted to say F you to him because he had no idea how important this moment was. He asked my mom, how are you? She said, not good, and then she stopped. 
The vaccinator didn't even respond to the not good. He was just focused on getting the needle in and moving on to the next car. As we left the white magical tent, my mom said, I did it, Rob. I said in my head, Dad, Mom is vaccinated. Mission accomplished. So here I am on vaccination day, and I don't have intense fear to get the vaccine. I am more vaccine hesitant. COVID has taken a lot from all of us. For me personally, I know personally people who have lost their lives to COVID. But on a more personal note, COVID kept me from seeing my dad. From the moment the ambulance took him to the hospital, he would be alone. No visitors to the hospital, nobody to keep him company, nobody to be there when he had surgery, and nobody to be there to ask the professionals questions. He was alone, scared, frustrated. He would try to communicate with us through FaceTime, but he had oxygen on, so it was very hard through the noise of the BiPAP machine. The last thing he texted to my mom was H-E-L-P, help. That sticks in my mom's mind every day that he asked for help and we couldn't be there to help him. Then after being alone for a week and a half, they had to do an emergency ventilator. No chance to say, Dad, I love you. Dad, I will take care of mom until you are better. No chance, no opportunity. He never came off the ventilator. But we got one chance to say goodbye. I don't know, do you want to say it's a gift? I guess. Masks and shields on, three of us were allowed to go to the hospital to say goodbye. My last vision and my last words to my dad were while he was unconscious on a ventilator. We had our 15 minutes with him. We then had to sign a do not resuscitate order and to just keep him comfortable with no pain. I said goodbye to my dad, what I knew would be for the last time. This is what this pandemic has personally taken from me. It stole precious time for me to be with my dad my dad had to die alone. We could not be there to comfort him and hold his hand as he passed. This is what COVID did to my family. So I'm watching the news and it's saying now that 107 million Americans have received the vaccine. Okay, I'm still not comfortable. I have researched and listened to all the scientists. I know scientifically it is imperative I get this vaccine. I do not believe in the conspiracy theories like they are putting a tracking chip in my arm or they are trying to alter our DNA or we are guinea pigs. All we need to do is exercise and eat and be healthy and we'll not get COVID. Well, I know people who exercised and were healthy and got COVID and were very sick and some lost their lives. I do believe in the science of it. For me, it's a new vaccine and that makes me nervous. But we all have fears and I know the fear of getting COVID outweighs the fear of a new vaccine.
Today is vaccination day. One and done. This one is for you, Daddy. I arrived 10 minutes early for my vaccine. I couldn't believe how nervous I was. My hands were shaking. I even said to the girl that I handed the paper to, why am I so nervous? She said, you're not alone. I was done in three minutes, J and J. Now I am sitting for 15 minutes for observation. I can't lie, it hurt. A lot of pressure for about five minutes and some stinging. It really did make me a little uneasy as I sat there for the 15 minutes. Then I began to cry a little, but I stopped myself because I was sitting in the middle of the Publix and never know who you might bump into and didn't want to have to explain myself. I don't know why. I really have to think about that for a while, why I started to cry. It feels like such a monumental thing. A year of my life has been in fear, and now I have to learn again how to not be so cautious. Not sure I can do that. These behaviors may be ingrained in me. The next day, I woke up that morning, and I didn't feel fully awake. I almost forgot that I even got the vaccine. Different than the dream where I woke up and felt right away for the Band-Aid, I didn't remember right away that I got the vaccine. But my left arm felt like somebody punched me. My joints ached. But it will all be worth it if I know I am protecting and that each person that gets vaccinated is one more step to the world regaining its life without fear. The moral of this story is that getting vaccinated is so important to me and I was able to work through my anxiety and I got a needle in the arm and screw COVID. Okay, so the first 24 hours, my arm hurt so bad like someone punched me, and it radiated to the back of my arm. My joints continued to ache. My knuckles and my hips hurt. Soreness under my armpits. They say your lymph nodes get swollen. My eyelids are like lead. I'm foggy and I'm very tired. Two days later, the only side effect is my arm hurts. I did it. Vaccinated so that I can help others from getting sick. So I did my part in that the future, a person will not have to die alone due to COVID, like my dad. Do your part, research, talk to people who have gotten the vaccine, and get a needle in the arm. My goal now is to educate, share my story, and to get the rest of my family vaccinated. I hope you understand why I shared my journaling with you. And I had a little bit, of, I added a little bit of my experiences as I was reading my journal to you just to give you the feeling of what I was going through. It's very hard to share your own personal feelings with others, especially when you're journaling something difficult that you're going through. But I felt that it was imperative for me to share this with you. Because if you are questioning whether to take the vaccine, do the research. Do the work like I did so that you can get to the point that you feel comfortable with it and you can choose which vaccine you feel will work better for you. Right now, there's Johnson & Johnson, there's Moderna, and there's Pfizer, and soon to be a fourth coming out if it's passed by the FDA. 
do the research. See what you feel the most comfortable with. Right now in the state of Florida where I live, it's 50 and older of age that can get the vaccine. Within the next couple of months, it will be 16 and older who can get the vaccine. 16 and older through 18 can only get the Pfizer vaccine. For personal information, if you're thinking about getting your teenager vaccinated, right now Pfizer is the only vaccine under the age of 18 that children can get. So do your research. Don't listen to the conspiracy theories and the hype. It's meant to scare you. It's meant to get you to not feel confident enough to take the vaccine. Do it when you're comfortable, just like I did. I felt the pressure from friends. I had friends texting me and sending me messages about where I could get the vaccine, places that you didn't need to have the DOH medical letter to say that you fit into the criteria if you were under the age of 60. I took everybody's advice to heart, but in the end, I had to get the vaccine when I was comfortable with it when I was okay to get the needle in the arm. So do your work, do your research. Remember, vaccinating, getting vaccinated protects you, but it protects the people you love too. And the more of us get vaccinated, the more we can get back to the way life was before COVID. Traveling, hugging, loving the, your loved ones and your friends, going to a restaurant, enjoying yourself with people, being free without limitations. On that note, last night there was a mass shooting in Boulder, Colorado at a food market. I bring this up to honor the 10 people who died, including an officer. But if you are one of my devoted listeners, you know that I live in Parkland, Florida, where the mass shooting was at the high school. I have gone to Washington and marched for March for Our Lives to believe, I believe, in some form of gun reform. I do not believe in taking away your Second Amendment rights, but I do believe in gun reform. And in the past two weeks, there was a mass shooting at massage parlors where eight people were killed and a week later in a market where 10 people were shot down and murdered. This could be any of us. As fearful as I am of the vaccine, I am just as fearful of something like that happening because it did. It happened in the high school that my daughter graduated from. Don't turn the TV off and say it doesn't affect you because you could be or your family or a friend could be that next person in a high school or in a movie theater or in a grocery store just picking up some milk. When somebody comes in, whatever their motives are, and begins to shoot people with an automatic rifle. Okay, off my soapbox. And may all those that lost their lives in the past two weeks rest in peace. And please, march for our lives. Thank you for joining me this week for my vaccine journey. I hope I motivated some of you or eased some of your fears or if my story just touched you. Thank you for listening to my journal this time, a different approach that I've taken before. 
but I hope that I have touched some of you and have helped you in turn. So thank you for listening to Wide Open Spaces this week. Go out and explore all the wide open spaces in this beautiful springtime in the world. And remember, positive thoughts create positive energies. And ciao, my friends.